Hey folks, it's Carl over at HunzaHealthy.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Ask the Expert. So we're coming at you today from Ramsey, New Jersey, and I'm at this incredible facility. Uh, the name of the business is called Kinetic Physical Therapy. And today I have a real special guest with me, um, somebody I met a little while back who uh, I'm really glad that he can be with me today. His name is Evan Chait, and he is the uh, founder and owner, right, of... Uh, yes. Kinetic physical therapy. And um, when he started the business here, he had a vision to get results, to get uh, to raise the bar, raise the standards on physical therapy. But physical therapy is not all that's happening here. They have a, a, so many different things happening. As I like how you say, you're bridging the gap between personal training and physical therapy. The uh, patients, they feel connected here. They're happier when they leave. Even the equipment is uh, more tailored to the type of physical therapy that they do. And the team is a, a team of people who are all friends. Of course, they have a business relationship working here, but having them as friends has got to be awesome. It is. And uh, just a partial list of some of the things they're doing here. The uh, CNRT, Corrective Neurofascial Release um, Acupuncture, Sujuk Therapy, therapy correct. Nutritional Counseling, Personal Training, team training, uh, of course physical therapy, they also work with golfers, athletes, and they're providing elder care. That's a partial list folks, but uh, I'd like to welcome Evan Chait, thank you so much for thank taking the time. Friend. I appreciate it. Yeah, I Take really appreciate you taking this time too. So I was here um, about a month ago and immediately felt, of course your staff is the friendliest staff, they're great. No, I appreciate that. But the facility, yeah. the facility is so cool too because you're taking all these different modalities to treat people, and you're integrating them, and you have raised the bar, raised the standards, and it's really impressive. Oh, thank you. It means a lot coming from you. I appreciate it. So, what is um, how long how long have you been here with this business? How We're going on eleven years. We've been here for eleven years. Awesome. That's great, man. And uh, what what was your um, idea to start this up? How did that all occur? You know, I uh, at that point, about 11 years ago, we were consulting with the New York Knicks, New Jersey Nets at that time, and, and so we created the vision around working with professional athletes, um, but then I missed my physical therapy roots, and we started migrating more towards physical therapy at that point, and, um, and I'm, uh, I would call myself a lazy clinician, so what that means is I want to try to find the fastest way to get somebody better. I don't want somebody here for 25 visits or 10 visits I want them here getting results immediately. So I started hunting down some of the best clinicians I could find in the world, and uh, Dr. Perry was, was uh, mm -hmm. one of your, your guests previously, and, mm -hmm. and he's one of my good friends, dear friends. And so I hunted some of the best clinicians I could find that right. teach, teaches me really, really shortcuts and reflex actions that get rid of pain very quickly. Oh, that's awesome. That's, uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, I was with him here. We were interviewing in the other room. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's just a great guy, amazing guy, great guy, amazing guy, great resource. I learned a lot from him. So, um, and so you started up the business, and um, you've grown the team. Obviously, we have. Yeah, when we first started, we had only two employees. Now we're about thirty-five employees, wow. two locations, and we're looking to expand. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. Now, where's the other location? It's in Park Ridge, New Jersey. Okay, all right, that's cool. Well, I'm I'm curious to know. Um, Let's go back a little bit, like on your background, like when you first got into wanting to help people, um, 
what, what, what direction were you headed? What was the first thing you did? First thing I did, I got my physical therapy degree and my license in, uh, in, in Boston, Northeastern University. Okay. And I wanted to go to acupuncture school, but I didn't have the catalyst mm-hmm. until I was treating patients. I, was, I recently learned at that point, after release techniques, position release techniques, different soft tissue therapy modalities that I was getting great results with. But I kept on getting these patients coming in, I just were not getting better mm-hmm. uh, with all those techniques. And um, I wound up having to refer them to a buddy of mine who was an acupuncturist. Mm-hmm. And he got the results I couldn't get. And so he urged me to go to acupuncture school. Mm-hmm. And so then I went to acupuncture school and I blended the acupuncture mindset in with the type of treatment style I do. So we do acupuncture without needles on the gym floor every day with our patients. Oh, wow. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. So, um,. What was next? After that, I just continued studying and learning from. I, I found that the, 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 primitive, the, more, the primitive, the reflex, the faster the results. Right, right. So I started studying from other masters of reflex, inhibition or reflex activation, like John Imes from PERT, mm-hmm. um, and uh, biocranial technique, and um, probably close to 30 or 40 other manual therapy techniques over time. And we just collectively put things together, and um, here we are today. That's really awesome. Um, I want to ask you about some of these things specifically, but yes. um, it, it seems to me that you're taking an approach of um, treating the whole person. That's right. Not just a symptom or an area that has pain. You want to treat the cause of the pain. You want to treat the whole person. Is that right? That's right. So, like, for example, I had a patient who came in the other day, chronic migraines, chronic headaches, female, mm-hmm. um, in, her, in her early 30s. And um, with our nutritional counseling, what we do is a really comprehensive bioterrain test. So we look at 40 different parameters that we test in-house, anything from minerals to thyroid function to adrenal dis- dysregulation to dysbiosis, wow. irregular bowels, etc. Um, and electrolyte polarity is also falling into that. Mm-hmm. And what we found is her headaches were caused by hormonal dysregulation. Okay. And is so, this like blood work? You're drawing no, blood really just pee. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. and everything's right. tested in-house. It's a very comprehensive, we do heart rate variability when we do a nutritional assessment, so we don't miss anything. So our perspective is, mm-hmm. there's three, there's more than one ways, obviously, to skin a cat, right? Mm-hmm. There's the biochemical side. Okay. We've got the biomechanical. And then the bioenergetic. All right. The biochemicals, what we do with our nutrition. That's This is the bioterrain testing we do. All right. That's nutrition. The bioenergetic could be acupuncture, acupressure. This also falls under, under acute variables, program design. Okay. So exercise, program design. So a program design with every one of our patients that come in the door for physical therapy, they're moving and grooving. They're exercising. They're breaking a sweat. So we're actually tapping into the metabolic needs. Okay, great. As well. So that's this is more hormonal. All right. And then biomechanical, which is what Perry's a master at. And so this is joint by joint. This is neurological nervous system. This is myofascial, etc. All right. And so in this case, her problem, her migraine headaches were biochemical. She was coming in for PT. She wasn't getting better. Really? And so I'm like, listen, I think that I need to see you to, to do a biochemical workout. Mm-hmm. And so we took some urine samples of her. We called it the Whisk Quiz. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and we found that, you know, it was more of a hormonal dysregulation. And we did something called Sujak therapy, right. which is hand foot acupuncture. And all I did is I pushed on a point right in through here, and her headache went away. 
No kidding. Within about 10 or 15 seconds. Wow. So that's why it's so, the body is so amazing, and we have to be able to understand that there's different ways to skin, more than one way to skin the cat. Yeah. And not okay. to say my way is the best way, but to think differently. Like, you had a conversation with Jeff Varghese, mm-hmm. the director here, mm-hmm. and we all have the same mindset, but we treat differently. That's great. Yeah. So the Sujuk therapy is Korean-based, right? It's Korean roots? It's, it's, it's based on Chinese medical philosophy, okay. but it has a bridge of, of Ayurvedic medicine, Chinese medicine, Japanese medicine, Korean hand medicine, Korean acupuncture. It's not, oh. it's not a herbal medicine. It's pure bioenergetic. Right, right. You know, so when we combine both of these, we get a full package, and if we combine all three, it's, it's a comprehensive circle. Is this similar in any way to reflexology, would you it's, say? It is reflexology. It is, okay. But it's like what, we, what I find to be very effective is, like I said, the most primitive mm-hmm. of anything. Primitive reflexes are the primary. All right. So when we tap into primitive reflexes, like uh, original strength, they're big into to primitive reflexes, neurodevelopmental approaches. So we say with Greg Cook, everything's very neurodevelopmentally approached. Mm-hmm. The primitive reflex of, of acupuncture is hand, ear, foot, eyes, nose, mouth, small correspondences, Okay. reflexology. All right. So when we tap into primitive reflexes, people get better much faster. What's another example that you can do with the, the sujuk therapy? Something you would fix quickly? Um, pain. Shoulder pain, arthritis. Really? It okay. goes away very quickly. That's really fascinating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I heard of it before, but I, I hadn't looked into it at all. I'm more familiar with uh, actually having gone to a reflexologist a few times, which actually is really good. And yeah. I should go again, probably. Yeah. Um, I felt like I was floating when I left there. Yeah. It was amazing. It is. It's like 100 pounds just came off of me. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. How about the acupuncture? I, you know, I've never um, experienced that before. Yeah. Um, in fact, I, I have multiple questions going on. She really got me thinking here, but I'm thinking about mm-hmm. acupuncture, acupressure. Um, what is the difference between the two of those? Same Thing, except one is inserting needles, the other one is not. Okay. Like, can I borrow you for a second? Yeah, sure. So, any shoulder pain anywhere? Uh, yeah, actually right here. <laughs> okay, good. All right, look at that, perfect. Just match more resistance, inhale, exhale, match more resistance. Any pain associated with that? No. Bend the elbow for me, no. inhale, exhale, match more resistance. Any pain with that? No. Turn your body that way for me. Yeah. Inhale, exhale, Match more resistance. That one hurt a little bit more. A little right? bit. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So relax one second. And I think that actually comes from doing too many push-ups the other day in a group fitness class. Inhale. Exhale. Match more resistance. And that strength got better. How was the pain? I didn't really feel any pain that time. Yeah. The pain went away. So that's how quickly. If we know the primitive oh, reflex, no. we can get rid of pain very, very quickly. Very, very quickly. Pain doesn't have to hinder us. And in pain alters movement patterns and motor control. What did you just do? I that? stimulated a specific acupuncture point. Okay. So I don't have to put needles in you. Yeah. You're an athlete. If I put needles in you, you can't do a push-up on the gym floor. Mm-hmm. So I'll do something very unique and very specific to this area that will allow you to go home with me, and then you can do push-ups on, on the floor. You can do whatever you need to do wow. with me going home with you. No kidding. Yeah. That's amazing. It's, it's, it, <laughs> I like that. It's pretty cool. Seriously, it's pretty cool. It's, it's amazing. People call it voodoo. Like, there's a saying we have in here. I may be crazy, but I'm not stupid. 
Yeah. <laughs> and and oh, most of my staff, my staff, we, we we believe in this philosophy of you know what, even though you can't see the connections, they're there. If you understand energetics, if you understand movement mechanics, and you understand the the myofascial construct and acupuncture points. Interesting. Wow. That's simple, amazing. easy. That's amazing. Yes. Um, I'm going to look more into that, too, because I know on your website you have all this, too. Speaking of website, is it kineticpt.com? Correct. Right, okay. Kineticpt.com. It's running across the screen right now. Uh, click on it and go check it out. There's some actually some good videos there, too. Definitely, yeah. And um, also YouTube. We're on YouTube as well. So. All right, excellent. There's some excellent. cheese on the I'll make sure I find the YouTube link and put it up there, too, so people can click. Um, and Facebook. Facebook, yes. that's right. Let's talk about, I'm curious to know, because we've had conversations about this a couple of yes, times. Yes, um, Nutritional counseling. Yes. I'm really interested in that. That Having a nutrition background, being a nutrition major at Syracuse University, um, and wanting to learn more. Um, in fact, um, well, that's another topic, but let's. i got to stay on. Sometimes I get thinking too many things, <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, this is exciting, so we'll stay on track. Definitely. I want to talk about how you approach nutritional counseling okay. with people. I think that's a great question. What's the first thing you do? What's an assessment? Yeah, how do I you do, do an that? assessment? How do you do that? I well, first thing is do it. I don't guess. You know, reassess. So let me just draw a little model. And I always, I think nutrition is very primitive. So my mind always goes back to primal patterns. Okay. So if we look at a hierarchy, this is called created by um, a physician named Paul McLean. You have a primitive reflex. And then we have um, a mammalian reflex, or mammalian phase, mammalian. and then neocortex. All right. Okay. Now, the primitive is, is our autonomic nervous system. This is our rest, digest. This is our, our uh, ability to, to, to heal and recover. And recover. Mammalian is more the limbic system, like emotionally based, emotionally driven. All right. And then this is neocortex. This is the push-pull movement patterns. This is this is functional movement patterns, not ground-based. This would be more ground-based, like original strength. Right, that makes sense. This is more ground-based. So this is more primitive neurodevelopmental reflexes, ground-based. And then this is push-pull, lift, squat, press, carry. Okay. Any kind of rotational movement pattern, that'd be neurocortex. This is more bipedal. Okay. Okay. So let's go back to the primitive reflex. Now, the reason why we do a heart rate variability with everybody who walks in the door for our nutrition is because we want to know what's happening primitively. Yeah. They can say, you know what, I'm under a lot of stress. You know, Evan, I'm under a lot of stress. I feel like my heart's always racing. But then I do a heart rate variability on you, and it's not a stress issue. Mm-hmm. It's a gas tank issue. Mm. So your adrenals are fatigued, all right. You know, um, or it could be a thyroid dysregulation. So the analogy I always give my patients is this: you're you're a car, mm-hmm. and you have an engine in the car, and you have a gas tank, and then you got spark plugs. Mm-hmm. Okay. If the engine, which is your thyroid, doesn't work well, but you have a full tank of gas and spark plugs are working great, the car's not going to go. Right. If you have an engine that works great, but an empty tank of gas, which is your adrenals, yeah. Car can't go. All right. But if you have a functioning engine, functioning gas tank that's completely filled, but the spark plug is loose. Yeah. Spark plugs are minerals. Okay. All right. And minerals are a catalyst for every enzymatic and vitamin function of the body. Wow. 
Yeah. So that's really that's so really we analyze all that, and okay. it's very comprehensive. And Bob Connolly, my teacher, created it. All right. He created the whole entire bioterrain testing procedure. Interesting. So, um, like, how, how do you go about that process? Do you, are you taking a like a food log, or are they telling you what Not to food eat? Log. Or? Food log's important, though. Mm -hmm. Food log's very important. Mm -hmm. But no, they just it's first urine in the morning, so they pee in a cup in the morning and they bring the results in. The pee in, and then we, we do that all, again all in house. Every in, in the house. We don't have to send it up for any labs. It's cool. one of the most cost-effective ways yeah. to find individualized nutrition. So somebody could call me from California and be like, hey, Evan, I would like to have a urine test kit. And I can send them a urine test kit, do a profile on them, and then send them off their nutrition herbs, whatever oh. they need. Oh. And it becomes highly individualized and very specific. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and it's the fundamentals. Like, for example, if I was going to grow a flower outside or a bush or shrub, whatever, the soil has to have the proper pH. Mm -hmm. There has to be enough water. has to be enough minerals. Right. has to be enough good bacteria to offset the bad bacteria. Yeah. You need a lot, a lot of sunlight. Right. Right? If we don't have that in our bodies, disease manifests or pain manifests. Yeah, right. So we test for the fundamentals. We're not looking at disease patterns. We're looking at fundamental, primitive, biochemical reflexes that the body needs. That is fascinating. That's great. Yeah. That is great. This nutrition analysis is really fascinating. So um, I'd like to talk about, I have questions. Yeah. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> but I'm curious about primitive reflux, how you tie that in with personal training, physical therapy, biomechanics. Definitely. Definitely. Another word for primitive reflex, I stand corrected, is, is reptilian brain. Okay. And what he, Paul McLean didn't call it primitive reflex, he called it reptilian brain. So I added a primitive reflex. So mm -hmm. it's reptilian brain. All right. Okay. So I stand corrected on that. Now, a primitive reflex would be, everybody, pretty much all your listeners are familiar with Greg Cook's work. And probably yeah, Greg's yeah, work. Yeah, a lot of right? yeah. So they talk about a top-down approach, mm -hmm. neurodevelopmental approach, vestibular mm -hmm. rehab, eyes communicating with the rest of the body. When the eyes move, the head moves, right? Mm -hmm. So a primitive reflex could be the cranial nerves. Okay. And there's ways for us to evaluate and test all the 12 cranial nerves to see which ones are dysfunctional. All right. And, for example, one of the most common reasons why females tear their ACLs besides a hormonal dysregulation is they have poor ability to track their eyes. Really? And creating there's four and six, which go side to side, are the nerve roots that actually innervate the sympathetic nervous system. Wow. I had no idea. That's interesting. So think about this. A yeah. soccer ball or football coming at an athlete, and they have to turn their head to look. Mm -hmm. If they have dysregulation of the ability for cranials four and six to actually accommodate very well, yeah, their knees are going to buckle in. No kidding. So increasing chance of injury. It increases the chance of injury. Wow. Okay. Because it's the most primitive of all reflexes. Okay. That all the cranial nerves are the primitive of all, all the biggest reflexes mm -hmm. of the cranial nerves. Now, also the sympathetic tone is driven by the trigeminal nerve, cranial nerve number five. Mm -hmm which innervates the face, muscle mastication, mm -hmm. sensory component of the face as well. Mm -hmm. And then vagus nerve also innervates the parasympathetic. So okay. again, it goes back to the autonomic nervous system. Mm -hmm. And then the diaphragm respiration is one of the primary muscles of balancing autonomic tone. Mm -hmm. See, my belief is pain is caused by autonomic dysregulation. Mm -hmm. And then that's where the faulty movement patterns occur. Okay. There has to be an automatic, auto, autonomic Dysregulation that alters bioenergetic impulse or nerve impulse to specific muscle tissue and joint complexes. Wow, amazing. So we could actually regulate the whole entire body just through the cranial nerves if we want to. All right. Yeah. So 
when taking all this into consideration, like, how do you implement physical therapy or personal training with a person based on the results of of the testing? Of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of really phenomenal techniques out there for testing. Mm-hmm. One of them is applied kinesiology. Mm-hmm. If you know applied kinesiology, you could actually apply these principles of confidence very easily. Because right. they need a hierarchy, you know, where to start. Right. You know, some techniques out there like neurokinetic therapy. There's uh, neuromuscular reeducation, muscle activation techniques. These are all muscle testing. Uh, tools that you can actually use to know where, the, where somebody falls in. Okay. Like for example, is it um, is it a scar that's inhibiting the function of your psoas or your shoulder? Let's say your right. shoulder. Right. Is there a scar in your abdominal wall that's not allowing your abdominal wall to function well enough to stabilize your shoulder when you move? Mm-hmm. You oh, know, right, right. Or is it the fact that every time you try to do a push up, your head is tilted slightly to the left? In your case, it's to the right. C1's rotated to the, that side. Mm-hmm. So when your head is tilted this way, C1 goes that way, it's going to alter the mechanics of the cranial nerves to function. Oh, no kidding. And then all the segments below have to accommodate. Maybe the reason I'm sore from all the push-ups is because in my group classes, and I don't do ever do the whole workout with them because like, if I have four classes in a day, yeah. I just can't do it. I'll, I'll kill myself. And I'll injure myself. But I'm looking around. I'm checking for and checking everybody else out. And I'm looking everyone <laughs> out. So, I mean, everything's probably getting all screwed up. Uh, this yeah, side be. always hurts more because they tend to have more people over. Does that make sense? They're over there. Totally. And I'm looking that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But you just answered, a, this is the mystery question because I do push-ups on my own. I never have a problem. They always come after, like, two days after a group, a group class. There you go. So Today's Wednesday, and I did four classes Monday. So then <laughs> next time you strength train, turn it to the other side. Oh, yeah, yeah. So position people that are going to watch on the opposite side. Good idea. Yeah. So the threshold changes. Okay. You know, the adaptability changes, the challenge changes. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you accommodate it going this way. Right. So if think about it. If your eyes are turned this way and you can't accommodate there very well, all that stress is going right into your right side of the body. Yeah, and that's actually, and I see people, actually I have a couple clients who are going to make sure they're looking down, right? Yeah. Because... They tend to look around and check. And just, no, no, no. I always, I try to get them to look, but now I'm going to make sure they look because yeah. I don't want that shift to cause a problem over here. Definitely. And one of the best corrections for that is diaphragm breathing as well as crawling, like a baby crawl. No kidding, really? One of the best things for shoulder is actually be able to crawl backwards because oh. in that case, the shoulders become the lower body. Okay. Very wow. good for the shoulder. That is absolutely fascinating. And with that, the eyes stay fixed and forward. Because you ever see a baby trying to look down? No. Babies look up to see what's... what's up. They're looking for mommy and daddy, looking for toys to play. Yeah. Wow. That's that's amazing. Wow. So you're taking all these different things. You're in a, doing all these really interesting assessments. That's, that's the thing I think that in the industry, I should say my industry, yes. personal trainers, uh, we have some amazing trainers out there. We also have this large segment that wants to say, stay safe and do what they're familiar with. And I'm not here to judge. I'm not criticizing anybody. However, um, some of them don't even do any assessments. Yeah. And they're really doing more harm than good. So, you know, I'm always doing assessments of various natures. Um, but you're which taking these assessments to a whole new level, which I think is really cool. Thank you. So I want to learn more and implement more. <laughs> Get ready, clients. We're going to do some reassessing. <laughs> well, what's awesome is that there's, there's this, this divide between the on-ground function people, mm-hmm. the primitive reflex people, and then you got, which is the, the Yonda work, the, uh, the great cook work, the, you know, the original strength work, and then you have the camp that says, that's 
You know, that's all primitive. We're past those reflexes. We don't need those anymore. We don't, that's fine. We, mm -hmm. we went through those when we were babies. We don't need to do yeah. it. Let's do only standing exercises. Mm -hmm. And these are the people that might be like uh, the Gary Gray followers, you know, the Juan Carlos Santana followers, where it's mm -hmm. based primarily on movement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when you understand Paul McLean's work, we need both. Yeah, it would seem so. Yeah, and then we need the emotional side too. Because that's the link. Look at that. The limbic system is a link between neocortex and the reptilian brain. Right, right. So they need to enjoy doing their exercises. Oh, true. I mean, that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted to ask you about that. Because, you know, when people aren't happy doing their exercises, they're not likely to do them. They're, in fact, they're likely to maybe even show up late or cancel yeah. at the last minute sometimes. Because they just, oh, I don't, don't want to go there. So I'm always trying to find things that are effective, yet not uh, completely unenjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> like you, I bet you use humor for your oh, clients, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, totally, totally. You know, any kind of, like, when, what's the first thing you said about our office when you came in? The staff is so friendly. They really why are. Why are we friendly? There's, there's, there's a scientific rationale of why we do what we do, everything we do, from how we communicate with our patients. Mm -hmm. Like, if you hear how I, how I communicate to patients, I would never recommend. Like, I call patients poopy face. Like I call, like there's things that I say to patients that we shouldn't say, but what I'm trying to do is tap into that limbic system. But you can do that when you know them. Exactly. You establish a relationship, you have exactly. a, a rapport yeah. going on, and this is actually, a, there's also a level of trust that they uh, develop That's right. in you. And a lot of times friendships develop out of these yeah. too. And and you can call somebody poopy face and they're going to laugh and maybe call you something right. I have somebody, I wouldn't even say what she said to me the other day because I know she didn't mean it, but man, it was funny. Did they call you sexy beast? I haven't been Not called yet. that okay, yet. Now you're <laughs> uh, I'm waiting. <laughs> no, but I, I had somebody say a couple things the other day because uh, this is what we do. It's yeah. up enter. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's it actually helps the work. Well, it helps her. But that's the rationale. And I, I didn't under... Because did it's actually, tapping into the limbic system. I knew it helps, but I didn't yeah. know why. Joy. So I... Joy. In suduct therapy, in suduct therapy, the number one cause of pain, so if we... Uh, this probably won't make any sense to any of the readers, but um, in suduct therapy, this is, uh, this is hotness, this is coldness, this is dryness, and this is heat, okay? Now, any, anybody that's in pain, it's a dryness issue or a coldness issue. Mm -hmm. So in sujak therapy, dryness and coldness, hopefully you guys can read my handwriting, dryness and coldness are the primary causes of pain. Mm -hmm. So dryness, coldness, the, invert, the, um, the opposing action of dryness and coldness is heat and hotness. Okay. Now, why does that make any sense to you right now? But Can I ask a question. Yeah. Just, what? Give me an example of dryness. Is okay. It dehydration. Or no, it's it different kind of dryness. Okay. Uh, in 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 sujak therapy, dryness is is associated with uh, any kind of sharp shooting pain in the body. Okay. Okay. Where coldness is more like um, more like uh, neurological pain, um, deep deep pain, joint okay. pain, etc. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Now. The um, what sedates it or what turns it off, what balances it, is heat and hotness. Okay. Now what's interesting is this: hotness is satisfaction, and then heat is joy. Oh, okay. So I've just treated patients playing around, finding out what they love to do, and doing it on the gym floor, not even touching them, to try to engage joy and satisfaction. Wow. And their pain vanished. Wow. 
So when we start bringing joint satisfaction, which is basically the limbic system, we're actually bridging the gap between the reptilian brain and neocortex. And then there's, in sutrak therapy, there's certain colors that we use to tap into that. Wow. And everything is subconscious. Everything is autonomic and primitive. That's really cool. I have a, a question. So the trainer in me is kicking in and it's thinking, I wonder if I should be asking my clients what they like to do. I, mean, I already know some of the things that each of them likes to do. I also know what ones they, they don't like to do. <laughs> they watch right now, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of them, a lot of them do watch this. So uh, what if, though, one of the things that they really like to do is something they shouldn't do, you probably wouldn't have them do it, right? If they have an overactive, um, you know, shoulders rounded forward, yeah. you're not going to be trying to strengthen the pec muscles or whatever. So Then I teach them a variation of a push-up. Okay. Like, you know what? I, I don't want you doing push-ups or push pattern because it, it's causing your shoulders to roll forward. Mm-hmm. You know what? So then I tweak it. I might do one arm, one leg. See? You feel it into your chest? Okay, good. But now we're integrating it into a whole entire complex system mm-hmm. versus a flat bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or I might try um, what we call is, is 3D push-ups where we change the hand positions and we just change the angle of orientation, wide, close grip, rotational. So then we're challenging the nervous system. But yeah, wow. we're not hurting them. He just opened up a whole lot of doors for all of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Some of you might hate me now. No, they're going to have fun with this, though. Because I, I do. I always want them to leave. I think for the most part, they feel better when they leave. Yeah. And that's really my goal is to, to help them, um, not only in their stability and their strength and whatever, whatever their goals are, but Definitely. also to feel better. Yeah. Um, and if I can tweak that, though, that's that's what I want to do. And I know there are other trainers who want to do that too. So this is that's really interesting. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Thank you. Wow. Um, and we have patients that come in the door that like all you CrossFitters out there, all you runners, you never want to stop training, right? So you might be in pain, but you don't want to stop training. Mm-hmm. So we don't we don't let them. We're like, listen, we want you to start uh, keep on training, do whatever you need to do, but and we do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. This is how I want you to tweak it. We work on movement mechanics, running biomechanics. You know, um, like you, you spoke to Dr. Jeff Arhees earlier. Yeah. You know, he'll tweak. Like I was having a lot of shoulder pain when I was doing my thrusters. He tweaked my hand position. Shoulder pain went away instantly. Wow. Okay. That's cool. Um, well, I'm really thinking about a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm going to be watching this video. I get to edit it, so it's cool. Because I get to listen and watch all over and over and over again. It's really good. Yeah. But um, well, thank you so much for coming into my world, because I don't really talk about this. I mean, Dr. Perry has been trying to get me to, to talk about this for a long time. This is my first time ever talking oh, about really? this. Oh, really? Well, really. thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's my honor to have you as a part of our um, our message here and our, our show. Um, I know you. If there's, let me ask you this. Yes. Because I could go on and on and on, and I have plenty of time. I don't know what your schedule's like, but is there anything, um, you know, you have team training, you have obviously physical therapy, we've talked some about that, golf, elder care, you work with athletes, um, and some of the equipment you have. Is there anything you want to discuss or any takeaway message you want to give to the people out there? I think that if, what's your audience? Are they in pain? How would you describe your audience? We have everybody. It's, it's, it's trainers. It's, uh, just you. Just people yeah. who just come upon the site who want to get information. Um, we so we really have a very, very wide lot. audience. Yeah, so very broad audience. The one thing I would say is is practice a life of Kanai. Uh, Kanai. 
Yes, uh, Tony Robbins talks about that. Constant and never-ending improvement. Never-ending improvement. I love that. Yeah, I love that. That's a good one. Be 1% one. better today than yesterday. So find a task yep. and just become better at that task every yeah. day. That is awesome. That's it. And whether you want to study nutrition or you want to, you want to study movement patterns or you want to study rehab or whatever it is, just, just uh, get 1% better every day. Well, that's, um, that's really good. You know, I hadn't really thought about that. I'm always thinking about getting better, but the way Tony talks about it and some of his stuff, and I haven't listened to that for years now, but um, that's where I heard about that. Yeah. So, well, um, you are getting better every day. Look what you do. I well, mean, he comes I get to on, hang out with people like but you. <laughs> you come on and, and you're so humble. I mean, there's not many people that can humble themselves to want to do this. I mean, interviewing somebody is actually humbling to you, well, but you, that's a true, I think that's the, 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 the trueness of somebody that's a genius. And well, your audience should respect you a lot. Well, th thank you for that. I appreciate that a lot. I actually was talking with a friend of mine in Michigan yesterday, a trainer, Casey Stutzman. I actually met him when I did TRX certification. He was the, the master trainer oh, there. Oh, cool. So, um, and he is, uh, he, he made a comment yesterday. We were talking about, well, I mentioned, you know, three, even literally, since I started doing these interviews, if I think back to, well, let's say four months ago, how I was training four months ago, it's actually evolved in just four months. And when I think back to a year ago, so I can't even believe I did that. How much weight you lost? Well, I, you, you can only do a pull-up. Now you're you're banging out pull-ups. I mean, but with the clients though, the clients. I mean, how I'm training my clients, oh, oh. like a year ago. I mean, and of course the way I'm training myself too. But what I was doing with my clients a year ago, I mean, I can't even believe I was doing that. But um, he has this quote, and I can't remember what it is. It's something like everything we know is wrong. And we do the best of the models that we have. That's right. That's so true. <laughs> you know, because we're always finding out new yeah. things. I'm finding out new things. Like today, I, I can't even, this is like this huge amount of information yeah. now. So. And that's one of the reasons why I don't teach this yet. It's because every day I'm learning something new and I don't know where to put it within a model. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how do you get information out there if it's always changing? Yeah. And it's always growing and evolving. You know, so that's another reason why I haven't set up workshops to teach any of this stuff yet. But maybe, well, maybe I will in the future. Yeah, I, I think it would be great. Yeah. Man, you can help. That would be, so many people could learn so much from this. So, well, again, thank you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I really, really I appreciate, appreciate you taking the time. Um, be sure, folks, to visit kineticpt.com. That's right. And then we'll have the links going across the screen and at the beginning and at the end for YouTube, you know, and the website, and then Facebook. That's right. So we'll have that all there. And... Be sure to check out whoisahealthy.com. We have uh, a lot of different things going on there. And so um, thanks again for ch checking in today, for tuning in. And um, thank you to, to Evan for being here. Have a great day, folks. Take care. Thank you.